This is The E-Commerce Leader, a show just for you, the owner of a thriving online business. In this bite-sized episode, Jason and Kyle share a practical tip that every e-commerce leader should know. Let's jump in. Tip of the week. What are we going to do? Facebook? We're going to talk a little bit about Facebook, a little bit about Facebook traffic. Um, and I'm going to show you something cool. You may or may not have already noticed this on Facebook. Do you, do you want me to show you the tip first and then we can unpack Facebook stuff? Uh, we'll chat Facebook and then I just blow you. Well, let's give context to the, to the tip. All right. However you'd like so, to, but Facebook so is obviously there. Facebook so. is there. It's still a huge channel. Uh, it's it still is. making a ton of money in terms of ad spend from marketers and people that are trying to promote their posts and they continually yeah. to tweak their algorithm to make it to where you have, need to give them yeah. more money if you want to have engagement, but it's still a pretty powerful tool to engage with your audience, build an audience on. Um, that's yeah. not going to go away. The mm. sky's not falling. Facebook I don't know, still, dude. You're, you're I, up on the Facebook. I don't think I mean, so. We're on Facebook right I, now, but I would say, I would say, I mean, I think as a whole, I, I don't think the platform, I mean, there's going to be some mix with okay, privacy stuff. Give me your three reasons why you like Facebook so much. And I'll give you three cautions or whatever. Then you share your tip. How about that? What are your three? Why okay. you like it? Okay. I think that for Facebook, what I like about it is that you can absolutely, everybody for the most part is there. Your okay. audience is there. Okay. So visibility, okay. targeted visibility. Yeah. Right. I think that that's the case. Yeah. The ability to actually build the community in which you can get feedback from yes. your audience is there. Concession and, and, to that. And you, can, and you can actually stack some of those things. You know, you have a page, you can have groups, you can have, there's, there's an ecosystem that you can build around your brand. Yeah. And third, um, I think that you can really amplify content um, on Facebook. Advertising or what? Advertising, but just yeah. even even like creating sort of content, and, and you can do the retargeting yeah. piece of it as well, which you yeah. can do in other platforms as well. It's just it's nice to have the audience there, plus the ability to market to them through the advertising platforms that they have, along yeah. with Instagram as part of that uh, package. But okay, so okay, so those are your those are your three pros. So if you're watching this and you have other things that you like about Facebook as a marketing tool, share them in the comments below. And Kyle will give them a thumbs up. <laughs> and then or if, a thumbs down. I don't know. Maybe. You, I'm not, I can't promise you. Here are my three reasons why I don't like Facebook as much as other options. I'm, sure. not, I'm not denying that it's a powerhouse, massive, you know, platform for marketing. But um, it's interruption marketing. Right. So, you know, somebody was just on Facebook and they didn't know that we were going to be going live right now. They, then they see this conversation. We're interrupting their life. Yeah. Indeed. That's interruption marketing. That's not my preferred style. Sure. I'd rather have people like that want to find me, find me. You know right. what I mean? So that's, that's one thing. Um, so then the millennials are definitely fleeing Facebook. And so what, you know, it's kind of like, um, okay, metaphor for life and for Facebook marketing and use. Out on a lake in the mornings, the kayakers like to go out early because the water's super calm. Right. So you kayak around, there's people out there rowing and stuff like that. You know, by about 8, 30, 9 o'clock, the power boats get out there. The water's too choppy. It's chaotic. It's stressful. Yes, yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, as a little marketer, I like to be on the calm water. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. Facebook to me feels like many, many people are like the millennials are leaving it. And the people that are showing up more and more are 
political or marketers. And it's just, it feels to me like it's so commercial now Mm -hmm. that those are my three things, you know, Uh, was that three? It's interruption marketing. A lot of the millennials are bailing on it. And so you've got grandmas and marketers Mm -hmm. and the marketers that are out there are so humongous. Like, you know, even on the CPA side, the cost per acquisition, cost per click, Yep. For almost anything you're competing against all the other marketers. So yep. it's cheapness. that's definitely a challenge for sure. If you have reasons why you don't like Facebook, then share them in the comments and I will give them a wait, a thumbs up on a reason you don't like Facebook or would I give a thumbs down? I don't know. You'll give a thumbs like this. Okay. Um, yes. Now I agree with you. I think it, it can be interruption marketing. However, I think if you have the proper targeting and yeah. you're approaching it, Facebook requires a different, it, it's, it should not be direct response necessarily. I think it, it can be, but I don't think it should be. Okay, I, I think you. it's much yeah. more, how do I deliver value content and allow it to be discovery and let people self-select. So if you're right. scrolling yeah. through their feed and they see an ad, but you're yeah. targeting them properly and you are speaking value to your audience, they're going to be compelled to click on that, not as an interruption because they can skip past it, which they probably will for the most part. But if you're, you're writing something that's actually trying to provide value to something yeah. or someone and solve an issue in their life and your yeah. targeting is properly, they click on it, you provide them value, you, you okay. raise awareness. Because I, one I of the challenges, points. Yeah, I can see one points. of the challenges in the way you have to be interrupting yeah. is because maybe people don't know who you are if you're not, if you're True. not, in my case, our if, case, if, you know, if, if you're not like already have a massive following, how do you build one? You have to provide right. value to people, right? Yeah. So in some ways you have to interrupt it, but right. go ahead. No, I totally agree with you. Okay. So just one comment and then let's do your tip because you've yeah. got a killer tip for Facebook for all of us. Uh, but I was just going to say one last comment. I just asked somebody who's in one of our programs, how did you discover us? And they, this is sort of interesting because he was like, I'm so glad I found you guys. This is perfect timing, you know, for my project. And I, so I said, how did you discover us? And he said, on Udemy, then Googled us, found our website and then, started following us on Facebook and saw our content, that kind of stuff. So Udemy to Google website, you know, to our website and then to Facebook to see kind of, I think the vibe, you know, cause I think a lot of people do do yeah. discovery that way. They're like, okay, wait, yeah. is this a big deal? Small deal. Do I like this person? What do they got out there that I can consume yeah. uh, for free? What, what value do, are they offering that will it resonate with me? Am I right for right, them? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. So I totally agree. So, okay. So the, of course the jury is, not out on Facebook. Everybody right. uses Facebook. So you're right. But now, and, and, but you bring up a very valid point because if you're a marketer or you're even a business owner, even if you're a local business owner and you own a yeah. flower shop, you can't ignore your Facebook content because people are going to go to Google. They're going to go to Facebook. They're going to look to see what you do. And if you have a, just a terrible Facebook presence, that speaks the same yeah. way as if they go to your website and look at it. Right. You know, you don't have any followers. You don't have any content. You're not doing anything to really kind of engage and connect with people that's a problem people look at it they judge your business based on that uh, alone yeah totally agree all right dude so you got a big tip for us there's a I new change a, in Facebook. i have, have a big tip time, right? uh, a big tip it's actually it, it, it's it's subtle but if you look at it and you go oh wow that's actually pretty fantastic right. cool. right. so here we are on facebook now okay. why don't you give me let me close this stuff out <laughs> um why don't you give me any brand? It doesn't matter. A, a brand that's big enough you think it'll be marketing. Um, okay. Uh, Target. 
target. All right, here's target. Click on targets page. They have 24 yeah. million likes. Okay. So now Facebook added this tab at the very bottom called info and ads. New tab. Anybody can yeah. see this. Anybody can see this. You go click here. Really? Facebook's trying to be transparent with how their brands are marketing. Oh. And now you can see all active ads that Target is currently running. Oh. And you can do this with any Facebook page. So any competitor. Opposition research. Who's doing or running ads. Competitor research. Yeah. Can pretty much. Is it going to load those images? Is it just your internet? Um, this might be dynamic. Uh, it could be my could be my internet, but it's either your internet or it's dynamic content, meaning that it yeah, serves yeah. up based on your browsing history. Exactly. It might just be uh, my okay. internet, though. Yeah, I got you. Interesting. So then, this is fantastic for competitor research to understand a few things. First of all, the scope and and size of their advertising on Facebook. Yep. Right. So that would be the first thing. Like how much are they actively using Facebook for, for paid advertising? That would be one thing you want to know about your competitors. Sure. And if you're thinking about like launching a brand private label or whatever, mm -hmm. and you want to scope out like 10 or so competitors, you know, you're, what you're going to be looking for is how much ad money are they all spending together? Because that's going to tell you how hard it's going to be for you to get um, a, a voice in that space. Second thing would be, um, what they're promoting, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if it's a big site like, you know, Walmart, Target, Amazon, just knowing what they're advertising tells you a lot about either one, what they need to move. <laughs> right. And is it moving well? Right. Or it could be what's really selling well for them. And they're adding fuel to the fire. Usually that's how marketers work. It's one or the other. Sure. You know? Or they're testing, you know, they're testing a new thing. Yep. Yeah, so absolutely. So basically what this is doing is, Facebook made this statement a while ago with the Cambridge Analytica stuff that they were going to remove the dark post. And if you're familiar with Facebook advertising at any level, the dark post was how ads typically ran. Like they were not visible on your newsfeed usually or on their main Facebook page. Like you ran an ad. As an advertiser. Yeah, yeah. If you ran okay. an ad, the post never didn't really show on your feed. Okay. Um, but what they're saying is they were going to do that but instead of cluttering up the feed with ads, they just created a tab that shows all the active tabs. And so, and this is, and this is based on your location too. So if you were, if sure. this is based on my location in the United States on mobile, you, I think you can actually change the location because this, this option shows up on, on Facebook's mobile app as well. It's like yeah. a little um, thing that's. Okay. Uh, do Pixie fair. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but does, let's yeah, do yeah. another one. So you can change it based on geography and. Yep. Brand. So let's do, see, let's see if it tells us what Jason Miles has been doing or if I'm currently doing or whatever. Yeah, let me see. Freeze your page. Yeah, it's hanging me up here. Chrome, bro. Why do you use Chrome? I love Safari. That's, Safari doesn't work all the time for me. What? I know. <laughs> it's probably because I have like 20,000 of it. I think it blew up your Chrome. Here, let me just let new me, tab, new tab. It. Well, I think this is fascinating because yeah, it does give you know they're doing this for consumer-facing um, openness and yep. to try to not be pr 
private uh, or, you know, to address uh, those types of issues. But um, obviously for marketers, it gives us a new, another tool. When did they come out with this? Do you even know? Uh, this is recent within the last few weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Info and ads. Let's see. Cause I don't even know, to be honest, I think my ads expired that I was doing for 4th of July. Find out well, as soon as my uh, internet's yeah, cooking. Up. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, no ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my ad for Fourth of July set ended two days ago, or actually it was yesterday because it wasn't Done. exactly Fourth of July. It was make history. Okay, so uh, do do a couple more. Do you got anything going for Lita or for? Um, I have. Uh, oh yeah, I think that there's a Lita on the running. This is great research. Uh, I know, great research tool. I, of course, if you're in the topic of competitor research, uh, as this is loading, I'll mention a few other I always like to use. Um, Similar web is the one I've always gone to. I just seem to naturally gravitate towards using it. Um, SpyFu actually gives a breakdown of tons of advertising related, especially for their keyword related ad um, spend, that kind of thing. Um, so if you're looking for the Google ads, you know, outside Facebook, um, you would use SpyFu. Um, those are the two primary ones. Or do you use any others that you like to spy on your competitors? So look at what they're doing. Those, those are the main ones. Yeah. No, those are the ones that I use as well. So what do you got for Lita? You got any that are out there? So if you like this, if you're watching this on Facebook and you think this is an interesting tool, plug it into some of the brands that you think or interesting or go to their Facebook pages and then click on info and ads and uh, share the link if you want in our, in the comments here. So, okay. So these are your ads mm -hmm. um, currently running. What does this tell us about Lita? So this is, a, this is a dynamic, uh, this is a product um, carousel carousel ad. Yeah. So this is a dynamic product. So these are all products. If you visit my page and you don't, you visit a page, but you don't add to cart, you're going to see this. Okay. So it's dynamic. It's a carousel ad with dynamic yeah. content based on what they visited on your website. Got right. you. Yeah. And then what's the one down below the pencil pouch? Is that new, new product? This, idea? It's a new product. Yeah. This is live on Amazon. And um, this is pretty much a promoted post. Cause I was just trying to gain some engagement around it. So what you're trying to do here is just juice energy and traction to your Amazon listing. So you can get rank on Amazon. Is that your plan there? Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you could kind of reverse engineer these things, these thoughts with any brand competitor and be like, yep. what are they doing? They're either pushing something that they are trying to get liquidation, you know, right. get sales for, or they have a new product or they're just straight testing something, but generally it falls into yep. two or three buckets. You know, it's very nice photography, by the way. I like that a lot. That's a nice shot. Oh, thanks. That was, yeah, I was pretty happy how that turned out. So yeah. Well, this is a great tool, man. I love it. I think this is a neat tool. Facebook is changing all the time, of course, and that's part of the hassle or concern with using it is just it always, it's sort of like a Swiss army knife, you know, and they keep right. adding things. For me, I'm more of a paper and scissors kind of guy, scissors and rocks kind of guy, caveman mm -hmm. marketer. But sometimes these tools feel so complicated. So a tip like this is actually helpful because honestly, 
I probably would have used Facebook for the next five years and never known that was there. You know? So. Yeah, that, that's true. A lot of these different platforms, they get, they get complex and there's a lot yeah. of things that end up happening to it. I think yeah. sort of the moral of the story with me with that too, to your point of it being complex and always changing is you don't want to have all of your eggs in one basket sure. as a marketer. Like, yes. And I think the focus for you and your business is really how do you maximize and leverage the lifetime value of your customer so that you can then know how much a customer is worth to you so then you can accurately project how much you need to spend to acquire one and still be profitable. And like how much time does it take for them? You know, how, how long is your sales funnel? Does it take, uh, a, um, can someone make a decision in a minute to, to buy your product? Does it take two days, five days, a week? And yeah. then how much marketing budget is required to do that? Because once you begin to understand those numbers, yeah. then you can start to spend more on pl pl platforms like Google AdWords, like Facebook, like all these, because you know how much you can spend to acquire a customer. And that yeah. will set you apart from, you'll, you'll be in the upper echelon of marketing expertise in your business and, and really understand it because not a lot of people really know their numbers well enough yeah. to be able to do that. So if you can do it, that allows you to spend more and not be like, oh man, it's costing me, you know, 10, it's cost me $50 to acquire a customer. But if you know that you're going to make a hundred, 200, 400, $500 because of the funnels that you have in place, yeah. the email marketing, the retargeting, uh, cross selling, upselling, all these different things to add value to your, um, your average order value, increasing it. You can spend that confidently saying, okay, I'm happy to spend 50 bucks. I'm going to make 500. Yeah. Um, in that process, because totally if, if you don't, if you don't do that, then you're going to freak out and you're going to start killing ads earlier than what you need to see the return on your investment. And it's not going to work for you. Yeah, I totally agree. A hundred percent. And this is the hard work of marketing is figuring out how to become a direct response marketer that really knows your numbers, how to plan your budget, where to spend the money. These are hard choices. So yeah. I like this tip because you can use this for, you know, um, competitor research. And you really don't have, it's not really about your ad budget on Facebook. It's really just about understanding where your competitors are at. Maybe all your competitors are not on Facebook and right. it tells you, Hey, I'm going to run ads on Facebook. Or yeah. maybe all your competitors are on Facebook and you say, you know what, I'm going to duck and weave on this deal and I'm going to go advertise yeah. on YouTube or something like that. Right. Um, so it just gives you another tool in your tool belt to figure out where to yeah. go in terms of marketing warfare. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I, I have one final sort of tip to summarize this, though, too. Okay. I, th th this, this is my warning. When any, anytime you do competitive research, yeah. because all you get to see typically when you do competitive research like this is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. You get to see kind of what's visible here, mm -hmm. on, like ads on Facebook but you don't get to see what's happening below the surface, behind the scenes, the cross sales, the upsells, right. the audience generation, all those things that yeah. really make a business run. So be, be mindful of the fact you only see, you're seeing a small piece of a much larger puzzle. So you, if you go and say, well, I'm just gonna go and run that ad right. too, without context, without the engine behind it, you may not have the success that you think you're gonna have because you're just doing what your competitor is doing because that's not gonna be that's not gonna be successful for you. If you're just copying somebody or you're just saying, well, they're running this ad, I'm gonna run this ad without the context or understanding of the system, it's yeah. going to fail. And it's totally, not gonna be effective. Yeah. Totally agree hundred percent. In fact, you know, we started this whole thing by saying this is great for competitor research. Obviously the wisest and smartest e-commerce path 
is to create a new product or a new category so that you don't have competitors, so that you're doing something that is unique. And then really what you would use this tool for in that context is go see how the top brands are marketing, yep. how their Absolutely. copy looks, how sure. their images look, carousel versus you know inline posts or whatever style of ad, and then apply that to your work. So you're totally, I totally take your point 100%. This isn't just a tool for uh, competitor research and candidly, you know, there's limitations. That yeah, there is. And, and, and you still definitely, there's another layer, I guess, that you could unpack within Facebook research as well. So you can see that, but then you should also just try and go find that ad, you know, searching on Facebook to see what kind of comments they have. Let's, mm -hmm. you know, how people are engaging with those ads as well, because it's one thing just to see an ad out of context. It's another ad to see how long they've been running an ad, yeah. how many comments are there it's to give you a real sense of what, how that's performing. But yeah, in terms of like visuals and copy and all those things, it's a quick and easy way to sort of get a sense of what your competitors are doing from a copy standpoint, yeah. a product positioning standpoint. And it's, it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's good for a marketer to kind of be able to see that for sure. And it's also good for the, I think Facebook mainly did because it it's good for the user. They want transparency yeah. in their advertising and that's what people were complaining about. So they kind of had to do it. And this is just them trying to be more transparent with what ads are out there. You've got my, you've piqued my interest now because one of the little hacks that I, I like to do, because <laughs> you know how I am, it's, if it's free, it's for me is my mantra. So that needs um, to be a t-shirt. I do totally a merch t-shirt. Okay. Right. Look, so I know, I know, I know someone where I was just going with the hack was one thing that I like to do. I don't, it's not uncool, but I know that Udemy retargets people that have seen landing pages for courses. So I know that all I have to do is get people to look at my course. Yeah. And then Udemy will retarget them and spend their money putting them in front of my, my course on Udemy. Um, so it's kind of a funny little uh, opportunity. So I'm just looking at the Udemy page mm -hmm. um, to see what they've got going. It's kind of interesting. So um uh, Spanish language ads. Uh, I would assume that's uh, Mandarin, maybe Chinese ads. I mean, maybe yeah. I don't know. Apologize, I don't know. Maybe it's not Mandarin. I would assume it is. Um, yeah, but it's interesting to see what they're doing, right? Almost mm -hmm. all non-English. Uh, I wonder if you can set it on the. I'm going to look on the app. I, I think know. you can. On the Facebook app. Interesting, right? Where, yeah, no, that's super interesting. Maybe they're yeah. like, we have this opportunity to sort of go after non-English speakers. Oh, uh, well, you know, um, we've had, just as a total side note, if you haven't gone to get our free course, we just launched a free course on, what was it, the 30th? So in one week, we've had over 2,500 students enroll. So we're super pumped about that. It's the number one, or it's battling it out right now, actually, first place in the uh, Shopify dropshipping category on Udemy. That's cool. So that's fun. Uh, but yeah, the only like 35% of the students are uh, English speakers. So the subtitles and uh, captioning stuff is super important, but yeah, it's fascinating, huh? It's yeah, I don't know. That's super cool. Yeah. They're, they, these are the U S based ads. I was looking at them on my phone because in the, in, on the phone version, the app, uh, you can actually switch your country 
Um, and this is automatically just picking out that you're in the United States. So it's giving you these, but it's going after different language stuff as well. Mm -hmm. and some of this may be dynamic as well as some of the images. I would assume they're running like mm, dynamic I ads. I don't know. Maybe not. No, but obviously they're targeting, targeting uh, alternate lang non-English language, obviously. Yeah. Um, but in the United States. So that's fascinating to know that that's what they're doing so much of. Um, obviously very, very targeted Facebook work. Anyway. Okay. So this is another, so everybody watching this could go check out their, uh, you know, brands that they're most interested in and see a little bit about their strategy. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I just was, I was, it piqued my interest as I was thinking about Udemy. So, all right, my man, this is a great That's tip. Cool. Hey, I got to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Enjoy. Let me know how it goes. So if it's good, right. then maybe I'll go see it. Thumbs up for Ant-Man. Hopefully yeah. you like that character. I do. Marvel is like my all-time favorite. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Captain America, of course, is my yeah, favorite. You, you can tell me about it tomorrow. Totally cool, man. Because we're going to go watch baseball. Awesome. Oh, wait. Tomorrow's the Mariners game. Mariners game, yeah. Faith well, and family night. You're going to be there. I will be there. I'll be there with the whole fam. So um, super cool. Be See fun. you there. See you there. All right, guys. Good times. Thanks all for watching us uh, hang out and be random. And hopefully you enjoyed this tip. If you are watching this uh, live, of course, give us a like, love, comment, share. If you're watching the replay, of course, the yes. same thing. Absolutely. And then we'd love to have you jump on to winningonshopify.com where we've got all of our blog articles. We've got some fantastic articles about using social media. Our Pinterest article set there is pretty mm -hmm. robust. And uh, we've got other articles, free content, free webinars, uh, our social contests uh, course. Is we, should, we should do a Pinterest course. I know. Huh? We should. If you want to, if you would like to see a Pinterest, go, go on to the blog, check it out. If you like it, hit us up on Facebook and let us know if, uh, if you should do that. Now, the reason why I say it, because there's a guy that I know who actually wrote a book on Pinterest. I know, right? Here's the book. Pinterest yeah, power. Actually, great stuff in here. Thanks for listening to this episode of The E-Commerce Leader. Hey, don't forget to subscribe because when you do, you'll get notified. And next time you log into your podcast player, you'll see our latest episode nestling at the top of your lists. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening.